going to read. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the Lord, in the, in verse 22, and then the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Father, Lord God Almighty, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For blessing us, Lord, to have a mind, Lord God Almighty, to be here, Lord. To hear what you have in store for us, Lord. To strengthen us, Lord. To carry us, Lord. On down through the week, Lord. Hallelujah. To know that you are with us, Father. I ask you, Lord, hallelujah, to bless the messenger, Father, hallelujah, to deliver, deliver forth thy word, Lord, hallelujah, that somebody on the night, Lord, be strengthened and encouraged, Lord, in their journey, Lord, that you, Lord, are with them, Lord, no matter what it is they're up against, Lord, greater is he, Lord, that is in us than he that is in the world. We ask you, Lord, to bless every precious soul in Jesus' name, amen, amen, I want to talk to you from the topic struggling but I'm prevailing say struggling but I prevail amen and when you can walk with God you can't do nothing but prevail amen you got that greater one in you amen and you got the power of God dwelling down in you amen ain't nothing amen can conquer you but you, amen, and Isaac, amen, is picking up where his father left off, amen, and God is getting ready to show some great things, amen, that he had already told Abraham he was going to do, amen, a lot of it's getting ready to take place with Isaac, amen, and Isaac began to entreat the Lord concerning his barren wife, amen, and we know, amen, that as he entreated the Lord, the Lord entreated him, and, and, and Rebecca was conceived. Amen. Not only was she conceived, but she had two in her womb. Amen. We know two represent division. Amen. And he come on down and it said the children struggled together in the womb. Amen. Something was going on in that womb. Amen. And it was God's doing. Amen, because God let us know that these things was going to take place. Amen, and here's two babies hadn't come out the womb, but they're in there struggling. They're struggling for position. Amen, they're in there struggling for position. Amen, and we know, amen, that as they were struggling, amen, she went and consulted the Lord, and the Lord let her know what was going on. Amen, and he went on Amen. And he was letting her know, amen, the older is going to serve the younger. Now, speaking of understanding, the custom back there was the older 
The younger was to serve the older. This is what Isaiah knew. I'm talking Isaiah, this is what he knew. But this ain't what's going to take place. Amen. Because God seen something different. God knew you while you were yet in your mother's womb. Amen. He knew you before you was even in your mother's womb. He knew what kind of person you was going to be. Amen. And we know when they came out that Esau came out first. Red and hairy. Amen. And as he came out, they said that Jacob, amen, had, was coming out behind him, reaching for the heel of his feet. Amen. And we know that he was seeking to be the first to come out. But he wasn't. He was the second. Amen. We know Esau and Jacob, they say that Esau represents your first birth. This fellow right here. Amen. And Jacob represents the second birth. But I come to tell you, you don't want to be like Esau and you don't want to be like Jacob. And you're going to see why you don't want to be like Jacob. Amen. As we get into the word, amen, you're going to see Jacob didn't want to be like Jacob. Amen. And as time went on, I'm as you drop down to, amen, Genesis 27, chapter 27 and 5, and, and it said, And Rebekah, when Isaac spake to Esau, his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison, and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto jo Jacob, her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau, thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat, that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice, this Rebecca, according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock and fetch me from, the, from thence two good kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loved, loveth. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, and that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. Amen. Now, you want to talk about, amen, somebody that's a supplanter. Rebecca was a supplanter. Rebecca was a trickster. Rebecca knew how to get things done. And as I was reading this, I was looking at God allowed this to take place. God allowed this supplanter and this trickery to be successful. Yeah. Amen. And she was instructing her son, Jacob, amen, what to do to get the blessing. Yeah. And what she was telling him to do was to trick his father. To believe that he was Esau when he was Jacob. You know, as you read this, Rebecca had a brother by the name of Laman. And he was a trickster of a trickster. It seemed like it ran in the family. 
Rebecca was a trickster, and so was her brother. And they were, it, it seemed like family teaches their young ones how to be likewise. And we had to be careful because also you find favoritism, amen, in the homes. Not only do you find it in the homes, you find it on your job. Amen, you find it up in here. Satan don't care where he attack you at. He's there to get you. Amen. And this is his headquarters right here because he knows he's trying to hit you off. Amen. From being saved by the almighty God. We are saved and we're being saved. There's things rise up in our life that we struggle with every day. There are things rise up in our life to try to take us out of here. Amen. But we wrestle with these things every day because we got a made up mind that I'm going back with him when he comes. Whatever it costs me, amen, I ain't going to give up the struggle. Amen. Sometimes you get tired, but you find that strength down in you to keep fighting a good fight. You find that strength down in you not to give up. You find folks working against you, but you still keep on struggling. In the Lord. For God is with us. He said I'll never leave you. Nor forsake you. But Lord he said he'll always. Be there. When you think he's not there. He's there. He was standing there watching Jacob. Amen. As Jacob went to his father with, with, with the venison. Amen. You can read it. But I don't uh, kind of paraphrase. Just for forsake of time. Amen. And he went in there. And Rebecca had this thing all laid out. He didn't want to go in there. He said, what does my father find out that I'm tricking him? He said, I don't want to be cursed. Now, Jacob was a good boy, but he wasn't right with God. And he was letting Rebecca know, I don't want to be cursed. And she let him know that the curse be up on me, but do as I say. And quickly, and he went in and she fixed him up. Amen. He said, how are you going to do this? I'm a, he said, I'm a smooth guy. Meaning he's not hairy. And them goats he went and got, got, Rebecca took the fur off and put it on his hand. Put it around his neck. And she knew her son Esau. And she didn't stop there, but she went and got Esau's clothes and put up on him. They weren't clean neither. And she was fixing Jacob up. Amen. And when Jacob went in there with that venison he, he to take to his dad, uh, his dad smelt him. And he come in and Isaac asked him, who art thou? And Jacob said, I am Esau. And Jacob told him a lie. And Isaac was listening to his voice. Sound like Jacob. And he told him to bring him the venison. And when he got close enough, Isaac grabbed his hand and was feeling it. And it felt hairy. And Isaac's discernment was kicking in. Trying to figure something out. The voice sounded like Jacob. But it don't seem like it, uh, Isaac. 
And as we went on, he told him to come a little closer and kiss me because he wanted to smell him. He wanted to touch his neck. And he felt the hair on his neck. And he sniffed him. And he smelled like Esau. But he wasn't Esau. And we know trickster, supplanter, meaning to pretend, amen, to be like someone. We ain't got no pretenders out there, do we? Amen. We ain't got no tricksters out there, do we? Amen. Because Satan has transformed himself into an angel of light. Said that if it was possible, he would fool the very elect, but it's not possible. And you got to make sure you ain't a trickster pretending to be a saint when you're an ain't. And you should know them by the fruit they bear. Amen. He let us know that there's things we wrestle with. Amen. He let us know to love one another. And I didn't heard it from myself. Amen. He said, love your enemies. And I didn't heard some. I can't love my enemies. And this is something, this is one thing we wrestle with. But if God tell you to love your enemy, you got power to love your enemy. And if you don't love your enemy, it's because you don't have no power. And that's why you can't love them. Amen. What's in you is going to come out of you. Amen. And it went home, amen, and, and he, he succeeded in what he did. He succeeded. And he got the blessing. He got the blessing. Isaac laid hands up on him and blessed him. Amen. Even when he came in, Isaac asked him, that was awful sudden for you to get back so soon. But you know what Jacob said? The Lord blessed me to get the animal. Reason I'm back so soon. Jacob just kept, he lying left and right. But he was only being obedient. And believe it or not, even though he was lying, being a trickster, this was of God. God told Rebecca about what was in her womb. God told Rebecca, he didn't tell Isaac that the younger is going to be over the older. But he told Rebecca. And Rebecca knew that their custom didn't work like that. But because God said it, I'm going to make it happen. Yes. Amen. It didn't matter what she did. God approved it. Even though it was trickery. But you know what? You get to reading that. Jacob didn't like Jacob. Yes. He didn't like Jacob. He didn't like how his brother teased him about his name. Sometimes we'll put a name on a person. No, they got to live with that. You be careful what you name your kids. Because they got to live with that. And what stood out to me, when you get to reading in the Bible, you never read about them going to school and knowing about these names and what they mean. And here's Jacob. He didn't want to be no trickster. He didn't want to be labeled as no trickster or no supplanter. But as time went on, amen, God was still dealing with them and causing things to take place. Amen. And he get to. Amen. 27. Chapter 27. 41 for the sake of time. Jump way over. 
And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said, Esau, y'all hear that? Esau said in his heart. Can you read what's in a person's heart? Hmm? He said it in his heart. The day of the of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. And these words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. Now, who told Rebekah? God did. God been telling her everything else. God told her what was in Esau's heart. And she sent and called Jacob here, her, her younger son, and said unto him, Behold, thy brother Esau, as touching those Touching thee, doeth comfort himself, purposing to kill thee. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice, and arise, flee thou to Laban, my brother, in Haran. And he obeyed his mother, and he fled and went there. Now I'm kind of jumping over so much, because when you get to reading, it's loaded. You can't tell it all. Y'all be here until midnight if, if I went through it all. But he went to Laman, his uncle, who was a trickster of a trickster. 32 and 24. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Now, I know I jumped over a whole lot right there, but you all know how when he went to his uncle Laban's house, amen, and he saw Rachel, fell in love at first sight, amen, but he didn't know they cussed him, and he wanted to marry her, amen, but they cussed him. You had to have a diary. He didn't have nothing but the clothes and the sweat on his back, amen. A diary is something you have to give to that woman's parents for their daughter. Or vice versa for their son. He didn't have anything. But Laman told him that he could have her, but he would have to work seven years. Amen. And he worked them seven years like if they were just a few days. But what he found out, he was tricked by the trickster. Amen. When it came to marriage time, Laman dressed Leah up. Amen. Got Jacob drunk. Butted up real good. And sent him in there when it was pitch black. And he thought he was with Rachel. Having a good time. But when morning came. He was shocked and about jumped out of his skin. Amen. And he was wondering all night long. I was calling out Rachel. And he was answering to Rachel. He was being tricked. Just like he tricked his father. Laman tricked him, had him thinking that that was Rachel when that was Leah. That's what supplanter mean. And you had to examine yourself to make sure you're not a supplanter. You're not pretending to be a child of God and you're something else. You're either a child of God or you're a child of the devil. You're one or the other. You either walking in the light or you walking in darkness. You either truth 
or you a lie. You one or the other. Amen. And when you pay attention to folks, amen, and acknowledge what's coming out of their heart, amen, you will know a true child, a true child of God. Even when that child or that individual mess up, a true child of God will line up with the word of God. You take them to the word and you show them where they done messed up and they'll correct themselves. But a so-called pretender, they're going to debate with you, argue with you, but God says shake the dust off your feet and go on away, get away from them. But he come on down and he said, let us go. Well, stop, 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint, and he wrestled with him. And you know anything about wrestling? <laughs> this midsection right here, it, 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 it's in function with all the body. Now, most of a man's strength is up here. But in wrestling, you use that lower part of your body to control them when they're on the ground, to get them in control, and if your hip is out of joint, that's a painful thing. Anybody ever had a joint out? A place is a painful thing. But even though it was painful, Jacob had a made up mind. I want to be blessed. You remember when you were seeking the Lord? I remember I was seeking the Lord and I was down here at the altar. Amen, young fella coming off the street thinking I'm big, bad, amen, and tough. Amen, because that's how you are when you run in the street. But I came and I humbled myself down. They were telling me there's power in the name of Jesus. And I was down, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And they were saying, hallelujah, it's the highest praise. I was down, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was down there while I was down there. The enemy was whispering in my ear, you sure look stupid down here talking about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And the saints sitting out there. And I kept on. And I noticed. He said, tell them you'll come back. You know your knees hurt. Tell them you come back. You know your back hurting. And these things were true. But I had a made up mind. And I realized the enemy was whispering in my ear. Amen. And I had to keep on struggling until I prevailed. I had a made up mind that I was going to prevail because I knew it was more to it than just coming to the house of God and getting the right hand fellowship. I knew it was more to it than that. Amen. And I kept on and, and I noticed I was holding back thinking about what the people out there think. And I started getting loud and boisterous. And you don't have to get loud and boisterous. But I get loud and boasters trying to prove a point to this fellow right here. I ain't ashamed and I don't care no more. And that praise began to come from my heart. Amen. And when it began to come from my heart, God, amen, began to move in my stead. God began to bless me because I kept wrestling with this thing and I didn't give up. I kept wrestling till I got what I was after. This is what Jacob was doing. He was seeking, amen, to be delivered. Amen. Come on down. He said, let me go for the daybreak. And he said, I will not let thee go 
except thou bless me. Amen. Jacob wanted to be blessed. He was tired of being a trickster. He was tired of lying and cheating and stealing. He was tired. Amen. And God know how to get that tiredness out of you. Amen. He wanted it so bad. He wouldn't let him go. And he turned around and he said unto him, and he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, trickster, supplanter, liar, cheater. He said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more trickster, liar, supplanter. He said, thy name won't be called Jacob no more. But I, but Israel, for as a prince, have thou power with God and with man and has prevailed. Amen. He kept, he kept wrestling till he got what he was after. Amen. And what he was after, he didn't want to be no Jacob, a trickster. But the man asked him, what's your name? And he said, Jacob. And he told him, your name shall not be called Jacob anymore. But Israel. Amen. He let him know that his name would now be called Israel because one who have prevailed with God. Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Amen. And when you got God in you, there ain't nothing you can't do. When you got God dwelling down in you, you're going to come out victorious over every devil you come across. When you get God in you, it don't matter who come against you. Amen. It don't matter who's talking about you. Amen. When you get God in you and you standing still and seeing the salvation of God working in your life, amen, you're going to come out and you're going to prevail. You're going to prevail every time. Not sometimes, not most of the time, but every time. God don't lose no battles. Amen. We lose the battles when we step out of him and take matters into our own hand. Amen. And he called him Israel. Amen. If you look at, amen, the nation of Israel, as long as they was trusting, hoping and believing in God and being obedient when they crossed the Jordan River, amen, and went over, amen, against, against Jericho. They were victorious because they were trusting in God. They did what God instructed them to do. And when you do what God is instructing you to do, you're going to come out victorious. Amen. But later on, they went to go against Ai. Little old Ai and Joshua figure he just sent a few men. Amen. And they went. But Achan had kept a couple of rolls and some gold and silver. And that first fruit belonged to God. And he kept it for himself. And when he did that, amen, they went against Ai. Ai, just a little group of people. Israel came tucking tail running. And Jacob knew something was wrong with this picture. But when you stick... With God and his ways, you're going to prevail. Whatever you're going through on your job, and I know you go through things on your job, 
Folks lie on you. They lie on you. They do all sorts of things to get you fired. But you keep being righteous before God. You keep trusting in God. You keep casting all your cares upon him because he cared for you. And he's going to fight your battles. You're going to come out victorious. You're going to prevail against every devil come against you. Because he said, greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world. It might not be your job. It might be in your home that you're wrestling against something. Amen. And you just keep being faithful and true. Amen. That you're lining up with the word of God. Amen. It might be up in here that you're going through on some things uh, where you uh, might be held back or whatever. Amen. But you keep on holding on. God will fight your battle. You keep on struggling. Amen. When you keep struggling. Amen. And don't give up. Amen. You're going to come out victorious. You're going to prevail. Amen. When you keep going through what you're going through, amen, you're going to prevail over whatever it is you face with. Amen. The devil don't bother somebody he already got. Amen. He's after you that he see moving on up. Amen. He's trying to pull you down. Amen. Rather he's on your job trying to get you. Amen. Rather he's at your house trying to get you. Amen. Rather he's at the church trying to get you. He don't care long as he gets you long as he gets you but he can't get you if you keep trusting and believing and walking according to God's word I talked to an individual and I was letting him know you can't be saved staying at home I said I don't care what COVID or whatever you got to come to the house of God well, you my pastor. I ain't none of your pastor. Satan will try to put you in a trick bag. I, like they complimenting you. I ain't none of your pastor. I'm just telling you the truth. You can't be saved staying at home. You can stay there all you want. Fool yourself. Trick yourself. But God wants us to keep on struggling. Don't give up. Because these struggles are strengthening you. Amen. And Jacob, he was wrestling with God. He was wrestling with God in the place where he wrestled with God at. He called it Phenel. Phenel. For I've seen God face to face. And he wrestled with God. And God wasn't trying to stop him. But God was helping him. Because... Jacob got over this fellow right here. He went from Jacob to Israel. He didn't want to be Jacob. He wanted to be Israel, and you want to be Israel. Israel. When you Israel, you are prevailing with God. Because you can't prevail without him. You keep flunking the test, that's because you need to check yourself and see where your power is. You, obvious, God's letting you see you don't have no power because you keep flunking the test. But when you got God dwelling in you and you seeking, you're going to keep struggling with that thing until you overcome it. It ain't going to overcome you. God let us know 
that he won't put no more on you than you're able to bear. And whatever's on you, he got it on you because it's going to bring something out of you. Amen. It's going to bring something out of you. And we done went through some things. Those that have been saved for some years, we didn't experience some things. I told y'all when I first got saved how I was trying to be ran off the church. God was making up stuff. And the devil know where you good at. And he was making up stuff talking about fighting. And in my mind, I said, I'll chew you up and spit you out. But you know what? I was struggling. And I didn't want to be like that fella. I wanted to be saved. And God, look at me now. God saved me. It been 43 years. 43 years. He done brought me a mighty long way. I could tell you a whole lot of stories that I done went through and was struggling, but didn't give up. Because God was with me. And, I, and when you know the word of God, you know you can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth you. And whatever you're going through, you can be encouraged tonight that you can overcome it. Just don't give up. Keep fighting a good fight of faith, casting all of your cares upon him because he cared for you. All this time, God was with Jacob. From the time he was in the womb to the time he was standing before Isaac lying. Are you Esau, my son? He said, I am. He asked him again, and he told another lie because you tell one lie, you got to tell another one. He kept lying. Well, it seemed like the more you lie, the easier it gets. But God was in the midst of them lies. Because them, them lies really got him where God wanted him to be. And sometimes we don't understand God. But Jacob got the blessing, and God honored it. And that's why Esau sought to kill him. Because he got his blessings. And Esau seemed like everything his parents didn't want him to do, he did it. He heard his parents talking about he, they don't want them to, their sons to marry them Canaanite women. What did Esau do? Esau went and married him one. Everything they wanted, he went and didn't want, he did. But Jacob, Jacob might have been a trickster, but he was being taught. How to be a trickster by his mother and his and Laman. Laman cheated him out of his wages ten times. He went over there poor. Didn't have nothing. But when God got through with him, he left him rich. Yes, he did. He left him rich. You read it. He left rich because he was being obedient unto God. And God was with him. And when God is with you... You're going to be blessed, not cursed. When God is with you and you're being obedient to God, he's going to bless you. You don't reward your kids when they're being disobedient. But when they're being obedient, you bless them. To keep, keep them doing, letting them know that somebody's taking interest in you. I was encouraging my grandson because he was on the honor roll. And I Tell him I'm getting so much money every A he gets. Keep that up because black guys today, they falling out. 
they falling out of school, doing everything they can. And I try to comfort them, let them know, you get your, your education first. Don't let nothing get in your way. God want us, amen, to keep struggling with whatever it is you, that come against you. Struggling is good. I know it sounds like it isn't, but look where it got Jacob. When you got a made-up mind, look where. I remember when I was working, I had that little old hoopty, and I was wondering, well, I see these guys when I'm at work driving these fine cars, and when I get off of work, they drive them. Let me know they don't have no day job nor no night job. And I would wonder, Lord, I'm serving you while I'm driving a hoopty. He would let me know they might be driving fine cars, but they steady looking over their shoulder. Because of how they got it. Amen. But I'm in a position now. I ain't driving a hoopty now. Amen. I'm in a position now. Amen. If I want to go buy me a brand new car, I can go buy one. I'm in a position now that my credit is, is one notch away from being perfect. And, and it took some struggling. Amen. To get there. It took some being diligent. Amen. And, 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 uh, It took me some dedication to dedicate myself to do what was right. And I thank God because when you get God, you get it all. When you get God and you lining up with his word, amen, he's going to bless you. He said, he's going to bless you. He said, if you walk up right before me, he said, you can ask what you will, and it'll be given unto you. Herein is the Father being glorified. Because it takes something for you to walk upright. And when you're walking upright, that means you're in the spirit realm. You ain't going to ask God for some mansion. That's what the flesh man do. But when you're in the spirit realm, you ask of them heavenly blessings. Amen. That you get to take with you when you leave here. Amen. So God wants us to continue to be faithful unto him. Continue that whatever you're going through, put it in God's hand. Trust him. Keep on holding on to his unchanging hand. It meant that some man say we understand. And I just want you to be encouraged. Because I believe everybody in here that got the spirit of God dwelling in them, the enemy is fighting against you. He's fighting against you. That civil war that we had, them folks still fighting against one another. They still fighting against one another. And we as a black people, we are still have double standards for us. And you can see that every day on news. You got to be careful, amen, when you're trusting in God. Because Satan's out to get you. And he don't care how he gets you, as long as he gets you. Amen, the altar is open. It's open. Amen. You can come down whatever you're struggling with. Just ask God to bless you like he blessed Jacob. 
Amen. You might think, amen, God ain't in the midst of what you're going through. Amen. But he is. Amen. And he is here to bless us. Amen. He's here to help us. Amen. And whatever it is you might be going through, amen, you ain't got to let it take you out of here. Amen. I know a lot of marriages are hanging on the brinks, and we, as married people, we don't want to tell nobody. You don't hear that in church, do you? You don't hear nobody confessing nothing about how their marriage is on the brink. They smile at you and want you to think everything's all right. Amen. But in the long run, you see folks getting divorced left and right. I got I get grounds for divorce. Amen. But God wants you to forgive that you might be forgiven. Amen. And, and that, that might be one of your struggles is forgiving somebody. That might be one of your struggles where you don't want to love. Whatever your struggle is, amen, God wants you to bring it to the altar and leave it there. He said, if you have an alt against your brother or your sister, he said, bring, it, bring your gift to the altar and leave it there. And go get that thing right with your brother or your sister. And then you can talk to God. You can't do things your way and think God going to bless you. You got to do it his way. Amen. When you do it his way, he see you sincere and he see your heart right now. He see your heart. He know, he know what you're doing and what you're up against. He know all of that. You can't fool God. You might fool man. Amen. You might be a supplanter, but you ain't fooling God. He said, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, and a stranger they will not follow. So if you're having some kind of problem in your life, or you might want to stand in the gap for someone, this is the time before we dismiss, to stand in the gap for that individual, amen, or for yourself. But you got to believe Whatever it is, God's going to solve it for you. You got to know that if you're casting your cares upon him, that God is going to take care of it for you. Amen. We ask you to, amen, focus your prayers here at the altar. Amen. It's God. Amen. Intervene for these precious souls. Hallelujah, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Bless them, Father. Hallelujah. You